everybody. It is Carrie from the Bustop Cafe near Alberta. And I am not at the Bustop Cafe near Alberta. I'm actually driving north from Calgary. And I'm off to Stony Plain for a hearing. It's not mine, but it's for friends of ours, Monica and John Ashvalda have Mojo's Garden Center near Onaway, Alberta. And they try to remain open against the restrictions, much like Chris did, much like uh, Marla and I did with our bar, Outlaw's Tap House Bar, and Carlos and the Noble Fox. Krista at uh, Hockey Central in Slope Lake, and Deborah at Tipsy Cow. There's actually probably a few more. Um, and, and, and really what was happening was, from what we can tell with Chris's court case, and court, court documents, is that AHS and the police in the area, so in this case it's RCMP, mostly RCMP, Calgary, of course, it was the Calgary Police Service. They uh, were colluding in order to shut down certain restaurants or establishments, vendors, whatever you want to call them, to basically put the scare of God into everyone so that they would stay at home or abide by the rules that the government say no matter costs. So what ended up happening at uh, Mojo's was the same sort of scenario. They've got a garden center and a small diner. Uh, they were doing cowboy church. Uh, they were still open. They were, they were basically open as the garden center and diner. They would have live music going all the way through and AHS came in and uh, with, with the RCMP forced them to close many, many times. And uh, so the only difference with them, and this is the part that will either be controversial or not, but they decided that they were not going to abide by the Constitution of Canada and that they were going to go back to the Magna Carta, the pre-pre-pre-Constitution. Um, and, and basically uphold that type of law and say, no, we are the people of the land, etc., etc. You may have also heard the argument that uh, there's people out there wanting to do common law. Um, that's all fine and dandy, but the, whole, the only way that works is if we were as a society all decide that we're going to do this all together. And that's not going to happen because there's people in power much more powerful than we could ever possibly imagine and they basically are dictating to us what we should be doing now I know there's a lot of people out there probably banging on their keyboards saying no we should be able to stand up for our rights yeah you know what that would be amazing if we can you know what why don't you try and find like 4.4 million Albertans to do that with you okay get back to me when that actually does happen because that is the problem right there. That's the crux 
is that we need power in numbers. We need people in order to to get out there and spread the word, educate people, etc., etc., etc. So, anyways, I'm going out to Parkland County office, and, and at least that's what it says. It must be um, a law court of some sort. And they will be doing a hearing today at one o'clock. And um, we hope to have, you know, it'd be nice if we had a few dozen people there, maybe even a few hundred. It's so remote. You know, the beautiful thing about Alberta is it is so remote. It's got so much land. We're not overpopulated at all. We've got lots of food. We can grow things. We can do things here. Albert is wonderful. I love it. So, heading up there. Um, what else? Well, you're probably wondering, well, where the hell's Chris? Yeah, unfortunately, Chris made a bit of an announcement uh, yesterday that he is going to Holland, the Netherlands, this weekend. Uh, they've got a big rally protest going on out there, I believe, on Saturday. Uh, and he is going to fly out there. And in order for him to be able to do that, he basically has to work double or triple shifts this week in order to offset some of the costs of hiring someone to take over and do his shifts for the following week, next week. So he is unable to attend today. I know, I'm sad too, but that's just the way things are. We all have our own priorities and responsibilities I guess responsibilities is more this would be a priority for him but it's the responsibility part that hurts him hurts him sure so that's where he is today and um, I just wanted to tell you kind of what I did this weekend was um, I ended up um, being voluntold now I did it of my own accord I ended up going out to the Let's Talk Truth conference in Calgary, and uh, I ended up doing the audio and the video, and we were doing the live stream of it. We had some problems doing the live stream, so we did get manage to get the whole thing on video, but it's on multiple devices, so now I have to edit it all together, and I will be distributing that back to the people who did buy the live stream, who were still able to use the live stream, it just it wasn't as... as good as it possibly could have been. Let me just put it that way. So we ran into some uh, Wi-Fi problems, ran into some live stream hosting problems. But anyways, that's neither here nor there because the actual conference itself was awesome. I thought it was great. We had uh, uh, Dominique Fournier and um, Bob Leon, who were the MCs for the day. And we had Mark Friesen from Saskatchewan come in, tell us a little bit about uh, the political, political aspects of what's happening with uh, Saskatchewan Unity and Saskatchewan Buffalo Party, that sort of thing. Um, we had uh, Mark Morano in from uh, the U.S. who talked a lot about climate change and the COVID agenda and showed the similarities, including probably upcoming lockdowns, etc. We had Ray Ann Spotted Bull, who gave an outstanding presentation on UNDRIP, and 
I've reached out to her and we're going to try and get her on one of the Alberta Prosperity Project webinars or even on an episode of the Chris and Carrie Show when we actually have time to do a Chris and Carrie Show. And um, who else did we have there? We had uh, Celine Mansu, uh, I believe is his last name. Uh, again, talking about the history of how we got to where we are now. It's always an interesting story when you, uh, you know, you can't just wake up one day and, and stuff happens. It's a progressive way of getting there and he explained in a good way on how this all happened. So that was amazing. And then of course we had uh, the leader of the Independence Party and our good friend, Pastor Arthur Pulowski, who came up and talked to us about what was going on now uh, in, in today's Canada, today's Alberta. Um, talking about Derek Reimer or Reimer being uh, arrested for uh, basically being outspoken on his views about the drag drag um, uh, storybook time storybook hour, um, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. The I don't care if you want to do drag for an eighteen. Plus or a legal audience, but to drag it back into uh, story time and uh, basically personify it with the, the kind of the bubble that oh we're just showing them inclusion. You know what? If you want to do inclusion, then then include everybody. Maybe have some older people come in, uh, some uh, retirees, and um, maybe people who are 80 years old and talk about the war. May as well do that. Um, and and it, it, again, it's not just about being LGBTQ and all that. That's that is not what this whole issue is about. It's about grooming. And um, if you have, if you don't follow gays against grooming, I think there's a Facebook page. There's probably a website. Go and check that out because they are, uh, you know, being a straight guy. I shouldn't, in theory, have an opinion. At least that's the way society is pushing us. Look, if you don't fall in that category, you shouldn't be having an opinion. Well, my opinion is is that everyone should be able to have equal voice and equal say. However, if you're actually grooming our kids to, for whatever reason, I don't even know what they're actually grooming them for. Are they grooming them so that they'll all be confused when they get into their teens and they won't know after male or female or 32 flavors of basket in between. I don't know what their, the agenda is for that. Or maybe I do. But the issue is, is that somebody like Pastor Derek who went in and interrupted the story time to basically say, this isn't right. You guys should be stopping this right now. Kudos to him. I think that was, that was awesome. Now, did he go over the top? Maybe. But you know what? In that scenario, I think anybody really would, right? If I was there at the time, who knows? I may have done that. If you were there, you may have done the same thing. It's hard to say. But I think the important thing is that to know that our mayor, Ms. Gondek, came in, sent her, as Pastor Art would say, Gestapo in to arrest Pastor Art, or Pastor Art, well, he did, was arrested, but that was different to basically go in and uh, arrest Pastor Derek 
for basically outlaying his opinion and then calling him uh, whatever he was calling like uh, uh, transphobe and, and all that. And again, what did they wrap it under? Mischief. Mischief. It's the be-all, end-all. If they actually don't have a legal case, they're going to call you on mischief. Just like in Ottawa. Everybody that was arrested was on mischief. So, so anyways, um, after that, after Pastor Derek was arrested, uh, the Independence Party went to City Hall in Calgary and did a press conference. And my understanding is they went inside first to do a press conference and they were kicked out. And I believe Pastor Art was issued a ticket then to say don't come back for a day, a week, or a month, or whatever. But while he was outside, on public property, doing the uh, the other uh, press conference, as soon as they did, they finished that, they had more cops show up and issue him another ticket so that he can't go back to the city hall for a year, an entire year. Haha, <laughs> but it gets better than that. So he can't go there for a year. The next day, they do another protest against Gondek arresting um, Pastor Derek. And Pastor Art's son, Nathaniel, was there. And they gave him a ticket, too. So now he can't go to City Hall for a, a, a year. What? I feel like going to City Hall and just kind of seeing if I'm going to get a ticket. When was the last time I was actually at City Hall? Actually, you know what? We were at City Hall many, many times during the uh, during the lockdowns and restrictions and, and doing protests. And we would walk up to City Hall or by City Hall or we even did some of our stuff at City Hall. It's a busy highway today. So that would be ridiculous. And, and really, all they're doing is expressing themselves again. We don't have free speech in Canada, but we do have uh, the right to uh, free expression. Expression, and and that's what they were doing. They were expressing themselves, and obviously they didn't like that. So, anyways, I was hoping this was just going to be a quick, uh, quick live, just to kind of let you know what was going on. And um, I will probably be back on to let you know how the hearing went this afternoon. And then even, uh, I might stop in at the Mississauga stop on the way back. I haven't really decided. It's not really on the way, but it's kind of on the way back to Calgary. Um, yeah. So I hope you guys have an amazing day. And, um, oh, there, I mean, there's so much other stuff I was thinking of talking about. I was going to talk about, uh, uh, you know, the, the guys in Coots that are still in Coots. Uh, or they're still in um, uh, prison. Um, we've got another guy, uh, James, that's uh, been arrested or, or charged, um, and they're doing fundraising for that. There's uh, a bunch of other events coming up this week. There's the Wednesday is International Women's Day, so there's a big event in Calgary. Um, and then on Friday, I believe, uh, or maybe, yeah, it's Friday, They've got another fundraiser fundraiser for uh, the Coots Boys, and um, uh, that's in uh, Okotoks. Um, 
so you know just I'll, I'll see what I can do I'll see if I can post a lot of these posters on, um, on our uh, Facebook page the stock Facebook page and likewise I usually post stuff on the Chris and Carrie show um, Instagram and Facebook stories sometimes stories are just easier to post them on and they don't clutter up your feed so those sorts of things I usually do that and it's just the Chris and Carrie show search for that or you can even go on the Chris and Sherry uh, Chris and Carrie show com website and we've got stuff there we've got uh, even the, uh, the, the Canada convoy series we put together we posted and it, and it shows us going out to Ottawa what was happening in Ottawa and then on the way back what was actually happening still in Ottawa and what was happening with us and I wrapped that up, uh, I think it was the 21st of February, and I still have to go back and edit and do a lot of the ones that were done after, like from the 22nd of February through probably about the 10th of March. There was still lots of conversations about what was going on in Ottawa. There were still people out in Ottawa. There were uh, conversations about us reopening, because if you remember, we came back from the convoy, things still weren't open. Well, I mean, they were open if you uh, had a QR code and backspace, but they, uh, for the most part, they were not open. And then they opened up the first week of March in Saskatchewan and Alberta, and then the rest of the provinces kind of opened up. I think they were all opened up by about the 8th or 10th. So that's a series that uh, I've put together on the ChrisCarryShow.com website. So there, that gives you enough little things to do for the next uh, few days, maybe for a week. But uh, I will let you know what our plans are, and maybe I'll even stop in, like I said, we'll stop, get a burger, and maybe I'll even talk to Chris about it. So in the meantime, you guys have a wonderful day, and uh, Justin's a dink. Good evening, everybody. It is Carrie at the Stop Cafe in Mir, Alberta, and I'm not at Mir, Alberta. I am at Mojo's Garden Center here, where I guess I actually can't even go onto the property here because it says no trespassing. So what I wanted to do is actually take you for a little tour over here, and you can see the uh, the buildings over here, right there, kind of thing. And uh, I guess I can't even go onto the land. But uh, anyways, we did the hearing today. Um, and all I can tell you is government bureaucracy. Um, it seemed to be that what they, what the owners failed to do was get the proper permits and, uh, basically do their building in the proper amount of time and that sort of thing. That's, that's how they're basically going to try and nail them is, is doing this sort of, uh, uh, well, bureaucracy. So that seems to be the biggest thing that's happening and here's the other thing so the uh the hearing actually started at one and they did a break i'm not even sure what time the break was maybe 2:30 or so that was about 10 minutes then they did another break probably at 4:30, and now they're on another break and it's more like a dinner break at 5:30 until 6 and uh so i've decided no i'm gonna head out uh, because they could be going back and they could probably be going until 10 midnight whatever it ends ends up being and then after the hearing itself is done they're going to end up taking probably about a month 
to decipher what actually needs to be happening here, whether or not uh, they're going to demolish uh, a building in question or maybe a greenhouse or anything like that. Anyways, I just wanted to give you guys a heads up as to what was going on. Um, and uh, I hope you guys uh, follow this story because I think it's important to, to know what's going on with, with Mojo's because anything that happens with the land use bylaws and anything that happens uh, it just with government bureaucracy, that could happen to you. It could definitely happen to you. So be safe out there. Don't you hate that saying, but it's true. Be safe out there. Be, uh, be kind to your neighbors and, uh, and always have an open ear as to what people are talking about and get involved. And uh, with that, I'm going to say thank you so much for your support. I'm going to go inside now because it's like minus 20 out here. And I'm going to go to the whistle stop and actually go and get some free chili. So if anybody's around the whistle stop, I will be there probably between 7.30 and 8 o'clock unless I drive really, really fast. Talk to you guys later. Bye.